Hi, I'm Sam Garland. I'm an actor in Brooklyn, New York, and I believe that everyone on this planet is deeply creative. And not only that, I believe that engaging with our creativity is what connects us to our humanity and to our divinity. Whether it's starting a business, homeschooling your kids, cooking, painting, dancing, writing, acting, knitting, gardening, we are all called to express ourselves in myriad, incredibly unique ways. These are our gifts to the world. And yet, and yet, most every artist suffers terribly from self-doubt, from fear of public humiliation, from being too hard on themselves. That's certainly been my journey. I've done a lot of work on why my brain attacks when I'm being creative and how I can let this thing that I'm called to do out into the world. I'm still figuring it out, and I invite you to join me. Hi, my friends. Welcome back. Um, I traveled recently and was in an airport and... I forgot how genuinely I love a good airport bookstore. I don't know if there's something about um, the promise of time away and expansion of time. I've been having a really hard time getting into novels and reading uh, during the pandemic, even though there's been so much time on my hands. I found my attention span was really shite. And um, I've been reading a ton of long form articles. I read a lot of The New Yorker. Almost religiously, I read Vanity Fair and Vogue and a bunch of other things. I love reading, um, but novels have been really hard to get into and to sustain my attention. And a lot of that, I think, was just anxiety, my mind just being everywhere and wanting to, you know, scan the news and stay up to date and things. Um, and so it was with particular delight that I went into this uh, <laughs> this airport bookshop and actually um, ended up in this lovely conversation with a woman from Germany who was traveling um and we were swapping books. We were sharing things that we had read or heard about or were excited about. And it was like, oh, if you can nerd out with a fellow person who loves books, it's like such a sweet little moment. Anyway, um, I bought this book and um, I'm home now, but I bought two books. I read one on vacation, came home with another one. So I was sitting and enjoying this book and it's... Um, it's so detailed and it's diving into this story of this woman who was an Egyptologist and it's talking about the language of hieroglyphs and the history of Egypt and um, and she's traveling through Egypt and so she's quoting um, using Arabic words to kind of give a feel for the language that she's encountering and and just like the the richness of detail of diving into someone else's passion when it was not yours and you didn't know anything about beforehand, um, to me is one of the most genuine delights of reading a book. And so anyway, I'm sitting here and like enjoying this book. And it occurs to me that, you know, one of my far off someday goals that I have is to write a book. Um and I'm just sort of thinking about how I have no idea how this author wrote such a detailed, like when I think about writing a novel, I think, good God, how do you fill that many blank pages, right? Like, where do you even begin? Um, and that's what I want to talk to you guys about tonight, because I'm actually started up a writing class for film and TV scripts. I'm working on a series. Um 
with this really, really great uh, screenwriting teachers. And uh, we were only a couple classes in. Um, but what I'm really loving is the framework that they use in terms of getting us to think about character and think about what someone's greatest desire, greatest fear, greatest um, hopes, you know, biggest wound, the things that we all carry um, and using that as sort of the rubric that launches the story and also on which all of your plot points can hang, right? That the um, a character will always go for a goal and either win or lose at that goal and the devastation will lead somewhere else or the victory will lead somewhere else. So there'll be a reversal and it, and the more grounded it can be in the character, you know, the, the more honestly relatable and page turning the story will be like, if you just build something out of a plot point out of X happens and Y happens and Z happens, it might look great. It might be interesting, but it won't really like gut punch an audience the way that seeing someone who is fallible and hopeful and driven, you know, that's what all of us are. We all have dark shadow stuff and we all have wounds that we're grappling with or not grappling with. We all, you know, some of us don't want to look at our stuff and some of us do and don't know how to solve it. Um, we all have things that we secretly or not so secretly desire. Um, so that's how you really, you know, reach an audience. Anyway, what I'm loving about this class is that they have really structured frameworks for doing this work um, and the simplicity, the elegance with which they present these ideas and allow us to kind of map our characters based on these ideas. Suddenly, I'm starting to see a scaffolding. I'm starting to see that there is like I, I understand now if like this character is mapped this way and the villain or the antagonist is mapped this way and the supporting character is this. There's so many, you know, dials to turn. There's so many cogs in the wheel. I don't know if that's the right language, but there's so many twists and turns that the story can take based on these different pressure points that exist in all these different characters. And suddenly there's possibility and there's ways that things fit together. And like my brain is starting to like see solutions to the puzzle of how this story gets told. And I've written stuff before. So like this, I don't know, there's something too about, um, screenwriting, which is like the opposite of a novel in terms of um, a good script is considered good when there's a lot of white on a page. Like you're not meant to write a lot of words in a good script. You're meant to have really visually like filmmaking is so visual that you want to tell the story through what you are showing much more than what you are saying. If you're going to write a lot, it's considered more of a play. And in filmmaking, you're meant to really show more the story, the world with what you capture on camera um, and have the characters say a lot less. So like the goal is not a lot of dialogue, right? The goal is a really good story, but not a lot of dialogue. Versus in a novel, you have to really fill every page for 300 or more pages. Um, so, so there are, so it's just always been less intimidating to me is what I'm trying to say. But what I finally realized, and I don't know why it took me this long to figure it out, but bear with me. Maybe this is a no duh to you guys. Um, but the penny dropped and I was like, oh, I'll bet anyone who sits down to write a novel has done this similar scaffolding work, right? Has sat down with their main character with the the narrator with the antagonist with the supporting characters with you know and like and and just written their story written 
written from their point of view, written a day in the life of, written about their worst moment in middle school, written about losing their grandparent, you know, just like gotten to know their character in this way, their characters in this way, so that when it came time to writing this novel, they had so much history and they knew the voice of these characters so well that they could pour that into the page. And it just sort of clicks that it's not about starting at a totally blank page and sort of having you know, to to dig your way out is probably the wrong word, but like pour your way in almost or like find so many words to put on the page to fill up 300 pages, which is what I was really thinking. And I hadn't realized it was conscious. You know, it just was I had always thought, good Lord, where do you even begin? And then I was like, oh, everything requires scaffolding. You never just begin on page one and start writing. You begin by Figuring out your characters, getting to know them, asking them questions, writing to them, having them answer back to you, putting them in different, you know, scenes that may never make it into the final piece, but are getting to know, you know, if you've got two lovers in and back to screenwriting, you've got two lovers in a in a play or a film, maybe you write the first time they met or their first fight. And maybe that never ends up in your final product, but you can bet how they ended their first fight is going to have reverberations and how they have the fights that you do show, right? And this is like classic acting work too. It's kind of what you always do. You figure out like where you come from, who you love, what it's about, but it's so interesting to like build a whole world. Um, anyway, I, I really just kind of want to come on and say like, if you are feeling really stuck about a project that you know is a goal of yours, is a hope of yours, um, Structure is everything, right? Finding a way in, finding a way to build a foundation and some scaffolding so that you're not just hanging a bunch of words on a blank page. You're not just hanging. I know less about painting, but I'm, but I do know, you know, um, when I visit museums, they often have like pencil drawings of the thing beforehand that they worked on and worked on and worked on before it became the final product. Um, you know, the final oil work or whatever it was, the final canvas piece. There, There's lots of ways that we can, and sometimes it's just thinking and journaling and absorbing other ideas, um, but that it's never just um, sit down at a blank page and begin. It's always about figure out what the framework is that's going to allow you to sketch in in the blank pages in between, right? If you got like a really, if you think of actually what scaffolding is, right? It's a thing that you can build um, and and that like stacks up that you can stand on that will hold you securely so that you can then like fill in the foundation and fill in the walls and like build the roof of the house. Um, again, I know nothing about construction, so I'm hoping I'm making sense in this analogy. Um but it, it was just kind of a really nice aha because I think what it did for me, I know I think a lot of us carry this idea. In fact, I've just heard this recently that most everyone's like big, high, hard life goal, not everyone, but a lot of people's big, high, hard life goal is to write a book. A lot of people dream of this, right? And I know that dreams without deadlines never happen. You know, they're just... They're just like, oh, someday. Oh, that'll happen. Oh, I guess eventually I'll get there. Eventually I'll start. And that never happens. And I hadn't really grappled with what would I need to get started? What would even look like to sit down to a book? What would I, you know, I kind of just figured somewhere abstractly that I would end up with an idea and I would chase that idea and try to translate it. 
But but this to me, this idea of um, this concept that what I need is scaffolding, what I need is a character I can get really excited about, what I need is people that I want to hang out with and talk to and get to know. And then from there, ask really insightful questions about how they relate and what they want and where they're headed towards and just spend time talking to them. And by talking, I mean like writing about them, writing to them. Um, and from there, the book will already have so much concreteness that it will flow out in a way that is not just trying to fill blankness, but actually incredibly resourced from all of the inner life I've already given it. And I was like, that is something I can plan on. That is something I know how to make time for. That is something I know how to sit down at a desk and show up for, you know, conversations with fascinating characters that's something that excites me. So if you're dreaming of things, you're not sure where to begin. Scaffolding is key. And you can get ideas for exercises and places to begin anywhere. So many books about writing and probably painting and whatever else that you're excited about. Even if you're cross stitching, you know, there's going to be stuff online. If you're sewing patterns for clothes, there's so much available that will help you understand what it is that you want to be doing and, and like what's a way in. And exercises might not all work for everybody. So it's a really good time to get curious about what works for you, what draws out this story, what draws out these characters and allows them to speak to you so that you can tell the story that is in you to tell. All right, my friends, have a wonderful week. Take care.